content provided by the people right here on 89.3 KEYK Osage Beach, Missouri. Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, March 31st. A 13-year-old Camden girl was injured Tuesday in a crash on Tunnel Dam Road. According to the Missouri Highway Patrol, a 15-year-old boy was driving a Can-Am Maverick, and the vehicle was driving too fast for conditions. The teen attempted a U-turn, and the vehicle was overturned. The 13-year-old passenger sustained moderate injuries and was transported by MU Air to University Hospital. Hospital. The trial of Jesse DeVore continues, and on Wednesday, several young people came forward as witnesses. Three students said they had encountered DeVore in a school bathroom at Camden Middle School in Oak Ridge Elementary. They told the jury on Wednesday that DeVore had exposed himself as the prosecution builds the case for six charges against DeVore for sexual misconduct. The trial continues today with closing arguments expected Friday. Two men are in custody after an allegedly burglary led to a law enforcement pursuit last weekend. According to the Miller County Sheriff's Office, on March 26th, an Iberia area resident caught two men in the act of stealing from his barn. Authorities say when the man confronted the two suspects, one fled on foot, the other got into his vehicle and rammed the victim's vehicle. He then fled the scene. Carl Hauser was arrested near the scene. Timmy Whittle was found and arrested in a field the next day. Both men are charged with burglary and are being held in Miller County Jail. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from lakeexpo.com. Lakeexpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Tow. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. On the ice last night, the Blues open a road trip on the road in Vancouver against the Canucks, and they pick up a nice win that makes two for two over the Canucks on a home-and-home series the last few days. Blues on the road to play the Oilers tomorrow. College baseball, good couple of days for the Mizzou Tigers. They beat Illinois on Tuesday. They beat SIUE last night so Mizzou now 15 and 7 on the season they have got a three game home series with South Carolina this weekend as for the Mizzou ladies the softball lady tigers 19 and 13 on the season they lost last night at Kansas they've got a three game series against Samford coming up this weekend the MSU ladies their softball team 13 and 13 after a slow start the lady bears now riding a five-game win streak. As for the big boys, how about the Cardinals signing Albert Pujols back with the Redbirds for one final season. 42-year-old left
left the Cardinals 10 years ago to go play in California. He is back wearing his old number five. Of course, Albert helped the Cards win two World Series before he left. Cardinals busy at the Marlins today. They are 6-4 and four in spring play. The Royals are 7-4 and four in Cactus League action down in Arizona. The uh, Royals take on the A's today. After the work stoppage, Major League Baseball will play a full 162-game schedule. Men's NCAA tournament gearing up for the Final Four. The uh, semifinal games on Saturday, Duke against North Carolina and Villanova against Kansas. Hopefully your brackets are still alive and well. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7 in the morning, 5 in the afternoon, 11 at night. Lake TV bringing you five local lake area shows. And don't forget about Uncle Chris at the top of the hour. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, free on Roku. Just do a search for Lake TV and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Portions of our programming on Key Radio made possible thanks to Lake TV. Lake TV is your hometown local TV station featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB, live high school sports, real estate, dining, boating, and of course the annual Lake of the Ozarks shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and of course online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. Key Radio is a nonprofit radio station that works with local residents in the Lake of the Ozarks community. Our goal is to provide a positive platform for content that addresses a variety of topics while also giving people the opportunity to find out more about what's going on in our own backyard. Key Radio uses donations to bring you all of the information. So, if you like what you hear and you'd like to help us continue our mission, please reach out to us at keygatheringplace.com slash keyradio. Businesses, individuals, and content providers power the programming that you hear on Key Radio. To inquire about making your tax-deductible donation, go to keygatheringplace.com slash keyradio or call 573-280-0532. 573-280-0532. You're listening to 89.3, The Key.
If you've got a topic you'd like to share with the community, contact us right here at 89.3 The Key. It is 808. Good morning, and thank you so much for joining us here on The Daily Show for this, uh, what is this, March 31st, the final day of March for 2022. And, uh, well, it's good because uh, I don't know if you would consider March coming in like a lion or a lamb, but it is definitely more like a lion when it is on its way out. We are at 37 degrees here in beautiful downtown Osage Beach, broadcasting live from the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. It's uh, it's a great place to be and uh, certainly now a little bit more secure after the uh, jerks that uh, robbed the place uh, were in here, uh, did what they had to do. Uh, not the smartest people in the world. I, I And I really haven't talked a whole lot about this just because of the fact that, you know, hey, listen, these people, you know, most thieves, most burglars, most criminals are not the smartest bulbs in the box. And they might think that they're going to get away with things for a while or that they have the ultimate plan. But normally, somewhere along the uh, the line, the plan derails, and they just look like a bunch of stupid idiots. And basically, that's what they are. And uh, so uh, here, all of us at, uh, at SRG, and uh, you know, we're just trying to get our lives back together. Not Not so much, you know, what I'm doing here. I've got everything I need to do a show. And... Anything we lost, we will recoup. But I just wonder sometimes, you know, if something like this doesn't kind of make you feel a little violated or, you know, you're always just kind of looking over your shoulder after something like this happens. However, uh, Osage Beach uh, PD is on the case, and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll have some things taken care of. I, I, I say these people weren't too smart because, number one, um, they, they stole things that were... Uh, other than some laptops and our broadcast equipment that we use, they just stole piddly things. And then, you know, they couldn't get everything out of the building, so they were planning on apparently making another another, <laughs> another stop. Coming back around, they put a bunch of stuff in tubs and things like that and sat it outside behind the building. And uh, most of the, uh, a lot of the stuff, I will say, was recouped. So, uh, again... Thanks to the Osage Beach PD and uh, the vigilant uh, eyeballs of the folks here. We found a lot of stuff, and we did recoup some of our broadcast equipment. But still, uh, if, uh, if anybody sees some podcast equipment or some laptops and you're a little curious about them, or as is the case, I would imagine, you know, if they take it to the pawn shop to get their money so that they can do their drugs, uh, I'm sure most you know, pawn shop owners. I don't know what the protocol is for a pawn shop owner. I really don't. And if you get materials, uh, you get things brought in, uh, the steps that they have to go through. If you know somebody who owns a pawn shop or you own a pawn shop, maybe you can call us this morning and tell us all about it. But anyway, we are getting through it and moving forward. We've got a great show for you. Uh, our good buddy, Tim Gallatin from the uh, Camdenton Shed of the Missouri Department of Transportation is going to join us this morning at 940. Ah, the educated redneck. Danny Ellison, he is on the prowl, and uh, he will be joining us as well this morning at around uh, 9.10. And here shortly, we're going to be talking it over with the Community Events Director for Key Radio, and in particular, the Daily Show, Mindy Sales, who comes in on Thoughtful Thursday. We talk about people in the neighborhood. Uh, remember that uh, song on Sesame Street, Who Are the People in totally Your Neighborhood? Totally forgot about that, but yes, I do remember. In Your Neighborhood. 
Oh, in your neighborhood, oh, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. That was, I'm proud of you. Buff. Nice. Uh, by about 11, 30, 12 o'clock, I won't be able to go buff because <laughs> my voice will have caught up with me by that point. Anyway, it uh, is going to be kind of a nasty day, a good day to maybe just hunker down, stay inside, make yourself a big pot of whatever that uh, you make when you uh, could use a little warm comfort food, maybe throw a roast in the crock pot with some vegetables. It's not vegetables, by the way, V-E-G-E-T-A-B-L-E-S, vegetables. And if you sit down, it's sandwich, not sandwich, sandwich. And vegetables. So just remember that if you're keeping score. 813, 42 degrees. The expected high today. We could see uh, some showers. And then we'll drop down to 29. Uh, clouds giving way to a mainly clear sky overnight. 29 the low. 61 as we begin the first day of April. April Fool's Day. Have you ever been part, Mindy, of any decent uh, April Fool's gags? I don't think so. No. No. I'd be interested to know from the listeners as well if you are somebody who has participated in a rather interesting April Fool's gag. I did a couple of years ago. Got in trouble for it. Shocking. Um, it's when I worked uh, up the road there. And I had oh said God. people, remember that? Oh. I said uh, oh that, that I was leaving or whatever. And uh, and, and Mike Anthony, who who's still there, by the way, he and I participated in this. Now, here's the interesting thing about it. So we did it, and uh, I guess the bosses kind of talked about it as to, you know, will there be any punishment? But what was really neat is they were going away for a while. Oh, that's why. So two weeks later when they came back, the dust had pretty much settled. Everything was good to go. Wasn't that big of a deal, though. And it was never talked about again. Oh. But, uh, you know, there was a little there was a little time in there when, you know, you're, you're – career was kind of hanging in the balance mine was hanging in the balance i was so upset <laughs> you didn't even tell me it was fibber well I, you're not supposed to i'm not supposed to tell everybody well, where's the point me, in that if i tell I, mindy sales and everybody will know no that's not true i'm a good secret <laughs> keeper i'm a very good secret keeper but yeah oh gosh i remember that kb that was crazy kenny carroll got really mad about it too i Did mean he? kenny carroll was he, i think he called me a jerk or an idiot or something but that's okay. I mean, oh, I, I can take that kind of stuff, especially from Kenny Carroll, who's a you know pretty tough dude. Well, yeah, but Kenny can dish it out. Got to be able to take it if he dish it out. And he can. He he absolutely can. As a matter of fact, I talked to Kenny uh, last week, and I don't know. He was maybe interested in doing a podcast for us. I don't know what it's about yet. He just needs to give it some thought. And I'm thinking, this guy has got his own business. You know, he likes to race cars. When is he going to find time to do a podcast? Well, if... Uh, all the planets line up accordingly. Hopefully everything will work out. Also, Doug Beck, who is a uh, U.S. Coast Guard uh, captain. He is a captain, and uh, he has been certified by the U.S. Coast Guard. We hope to maybe get him in here. It's almost boating season. It is. Thank and you, Lord. I, I saw something, and I'll share it with you here in just a minute. Uh, 61 the high tomorrow, low 45, plenty of sunshine. Uh, some morning clouds, sun on Saturday, high of 62, a low of 36. Cloudy and... 67. They've kind of gotten things into perspective because we were actually yesterday talking about a 70 plus degree day. 57 on Monday, 64 on Tuesday, 60 on Wednesday, and 52 degrees on Thursday. So Thursday, April the 7th, I believe, is the start 
of Major League Baseball. The season officially starts on uh, April the 7th. So, And we'll see how that goes because uh, of the nice little lockout they had. It sure made a lot of people mad because I don't think people really feel sorry for professional athletes. No. I, I don't think they feel sorry for professional athletes at all. I don't care if you're on the bottom rung of the ladder. And you're just getting your feet wet, you know. Some of these guys get, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, fourteen figure salaries. Right. They're in the millions of billions. Well, I think that the 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 smallest salary in the major leagues is like three hundred thousand. Is it now? Yeah. I mean awesome. three hundred thousand. I'd be great with that. Yeah. So well and then, you know, Pujols is coming back to the cards. Yeah. Uh, yes. That's gonna be You a know, great it's year. it's the storybook season. You got Yachty, he's retiring. You got Pujols, he's there for a year. And, and, and then maybe, you know, he takes, goes off into the sunset. But let's say the Cardinals, you know, they finally find their groove again. And then they go all the way, win this, I almost said win the Super Bowl, win the World Series. Yachty retires, Albert retires. And, you know, the Cardinals are, uh, again, that top tier mm-hmm. organization. And they've always kind of hovered close to the top. Won a lot of World Series they sure have over the years. 8.17 is our time. Mindy Sales, what's on your mind this morning? Oh, goodness. Well, I always have tons on my mind. I better shut my computer sound off so everyone doesn't hear text messages coming in. But um, So uh, I, today I, wanted, I wasn't going to talk about someone in particular. Yeah. I wanted to hit up something a little bit different. Right. But I wanted to talk about a couple local businesses um, that I just want to promote for different reasons but of course they are related to food which is one of my favorite things so um (laughs) it is so uh i was out yesterday at the missouri trap trap shooting association right on way out there on double a uh or on a sorry on a road and uh well it's i think it's montreal by there but Uh anyway so i was out there talking with um skip the new manager out there the new guy skip and uh, we on, on some other things, but when he caught when I talked to him and I was going to meet with him, he said, "Well, why don't you just plan on having lunch out here?" And I said, "Lunch?" Oh yeah. He said, "Yeah." So I go out there. We I had a cheeseburger. It was phenomenal. It was great. Todd had a um, pork fritter, and that was all. And he said that was awesome. The fries were great. Anyway, they are open five days a week. Uh-huh. I didn't know this. I mean, I am why? Are, why we should be going out there and patronizing that place anyway so the scoop is um they're open so the 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 trap shooting association is open wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday those are their normal days they don't they technically aren't open on monday tuesday but you know somebody's always there anyway so she does all of this cooking she um it it is she's got a cute little place and uh it is phenomenal she's got I don't know, just good food. She has breakfast. So they they have breakfast in the morning. The, it opens up at 8 a.m. They have breakfast, and then at about um, 11, they switch over to lunch, and they have lunch until 5. And I, I didn't know it was open to the public. Like, I just, I'm astounded. So anyway, I just... we got to have the old skipper on there. I saw you sent me his contact information. You need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's a really I good guy. I'm going to write that down on most of the things to do. Yeah. Call Skip. Call Skip. Skip um, is from Hershey, Pennsylvania. And uh, I moved here 10 months ago. And so he uh, he's just, he's got lots of great ideas. There's lots of cool stuff coming up there. Yeah, he would be a great interview. Because he's got some cool things going on. But Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's yeah. where he's from. I guess everybody ex- ex- expects you to have like Hershey's Kisses or Hershey's 
candies of some kind on your person or in your house or in your vehicle well, or yeah, something. Yeah, from Hershey, right? Are you supposed to have a connection so that we can get them like, you right. know, wholesale instead of retail or right. you know. Whatever. And 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 like monogrammed and stuff. <laughs> um anyway, so this is this this place is open to the public. So I just really wanted to uh, encourage people, you know, if you're out in that neck of the woods, you're looking for kind of a uh, different place or off the beaten path place. This place is awesome and the view is phenomenal out the phenomenal. window. Um, anyway, so I just really love supporting. I wanted to support them and talk about them because, oh gosh, it was it was it was great. So uh, I like to support them. And then my other little place that I am obsessed with recently is a little diner in Camdenton. Yeah, have you been there yet? No. KB, you are missing out. Oh my gosh, the food is phenomenal and. They have the best, okay, I'm 47. In my 47 years, I've never had white gravy as good as their white gravy. It is just phenomenal. And they're they're always there. They're always working hard. They're they're just a, a great. What kind of hours do they have? Are they like a. Well, okay, let's see here. They're breakfast, dinner, they're, and supper? They're lunch and dinner on Monday through Friday. Right. Um, they're dinner and supper. That's what you mean. Okay. And then same with Saturday. But uh, I have to do that in case Bill Mulder's listening. Oh, I oh that's another thing I need. Oh, anyway, sorry, <laughs> squirrel. Uh, they all and then I believe it's on Sunday. They do just like a brunch. Yeah, and uh, and they're not open for the rest of the day. But oh my gosh, the food is great. They have all these homemade pies, and it's just great cooking. And it's awesome to have another little place to go in in Camdenton to have a decent dinner. And anyway, I just highly recommend them. All right, so if we're going to start getting plugs in for places that are good to eat the blue cat tavern you know where that's at i don't but i have i've wanted to try that you take highway seven right there there's the junction of j oh, yes, that I do. would take you back toward 54 we've been there if you've had head, head south they're on ironton road and they're about i don't know a mile or so down maybe a mile mile and a half down ironton road on the left and it, it it's it's like a little shanty, a little shack. And and you know what's nice about It's kind of like uh, what I would consider maybe even to be kind of a dive bar. Mm-hmm. But dive bars, they serve some of the best food. Oh, uh, we went out there. I know. Um, yeah. Yes. Did you have good food? Oh, fabulous. Yeah. I can't remember what I ate out there, but it was phenomenal. Yeah. And yeah, we both, Todd and I both went. In fact, we've gotten takeout from there too because we're like, oh. Takeout? That's a heck of a drive for two. Well, no, that's what? About 10 minutes from your yeah, house? 10, 15 minutes? Far. Okay. Well, yeah. that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you're right about that. They are awesome. And they have bingo, too. Bingo! On Wednesday night. Already! First number! (laughs) I used to go to the Catholic bingo when I was a little kid with my aunts and grandma. Aw. And, you know, what was really bad about that is if I would win something, all of those... uh, those nice ladies, that, you know, are supposed to be religious and uh-huh. kind-hearted. Man, they'd get ugly, ugly in a hurry. Really? Uh, especially if there was a quilt that one of them wanted. <gasps> and you won it. And I won the quilt. Yeah, that that would make some. Well, I'm like, what am I supposed to do with the quilt? Well, we'll put it in a chest for you, <laughs> and we'll we'll hold on to it. And when you get older, we'll give it to you. No, man, I want something I can use now. And then, you know, there'd be a lot of times when I'd win the quilt, and I'd just give it to one of these ladies because you could uh. you could tell you'd get one of two looks. You'd either get that kind of almost ready to tear up look or you'd get the you know daggers or shooting yeah. from the eyes look <laughs> and yeah, it was away. so funny because you'd sit there and you'd watch these women and, and i was afraid to go to the bathroom by myself <laughs> that's probably fair you don't mess with their bingo <laughs> you come back you know and you got a maybe a little blood coming <laughs> off your lip or something or a black eye what happened to you 
Oh, the lady that wanted the quilt, uh, she met me coming out of the men's room. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Bingo people, you don't mess with them. Now, have you ever you you watch uh, uh, Impractical Jokers at all? Yeah, top. You remember Todd remember when they uh, who I can't I think it was Sal went to the the bingo tournament and he would say bingo after every number. No. And <laughs> I did not. See you that. have to know. I mean, they they have to set some of the stuff up ahead of time, but not with the people who are there to play bingo. Right. And so these people, I mean, they've got their little trolls and they've got like fifty oh. cards and they've got their little ink, you know, blotters. Blotter. Uh huh. Good Lord. Yeah, it's a religious when, when, experience for When did bingo become a contact sport? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Oh, goodness. So every time you say something, you make me think of something that I want to say. Oh, I'm just here so, to help. So uh, Melissa, Melissa Mack, Melissa McKay, and Bill Killebrew, happy birthday to both of you guys. Happy birthday. To you. Happy birthday. To you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. To you, happy birthday to you. Yeah, boy, we're in we're in a singing mood. It's it's I it's know. a good day to be alive and live at the Lake of the Ozarks. We're right there on the cusp uh, of spring taking off. The trees are budding and all that stuff. Our wait. perennials are blooming. I think they're what are they? Tulips or butter buttercups or something? But they're beautiful. Your it's your tulips and your um, yeah, buttercups. Or is that no, the same thing? Daffodils. Daffodils. There we okay, go. whatever. I don't really know. I, I know what a rose looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, most men should know what a rose looks like if you're smart. Right. That's exactly <laughs> right. I know, yeah. You know what a rose looks like because you brought them to your wife. That's why. Yeah. You find yourself in the doghouse. Uh, <laughs> sometimes roses work. Sometimes they don't. That's why you back it up with uh, a dinner someplace where she really likes to go to eat. And that's what we're going to do tonight. I'm going to take my wife out to dinner. She is such a hardworking woman. She doesn't understand how much I appreciate her. Maybe I need to say it more. Is, isn't that what they tell you? If you love me, if you cared about me, you'd, you'd, you'd acknowledge me more. Uh, well, oh, see, well, what are you going to do? For me, if he brought home another horse, I'd know he'd. You're kidding me. He brought home another horse. That Here, would honey. be like 52 animals I at know the, the sales ranch. Yeah, and our cats, you know, our cats going to babysit. Oh, Lord. I can't wait. They're cranking them out. Oh, my gosh. Got to get those cats fixed, man. We, we. You thought it was fixed? No. Somebody gave us, called us, and said, hey, I found, we found this cat on the side of the road. We can't keep it. Uh-huh. And I said, okay, what is it? They said, it's a girl. I said, okay, yeah, because I don't like boy cats inside my house because they mark. So anyway, we- Tell me about it, man. Poor Gomer. That, I he's. I feel so bad for that dude. I just Tina walks around the house with a black light. Oh, I bet. It's yeah. awful. It's so frustrating. So I was like, okay, well, if it's a girl, we'll take it. So we took it in, and then about, about two months ago, this was a while ago, about two months ago, right. happened to flip him over. Wah, wah. Look at a little prego. Well, he he, Wait, he had he had little. Um, he was a she. He was no, she was a he. She was a he. Yeah, I, it was a girl. Uh huh. And then we and one day I flipped him over, was petting him, and I looked and there's two little attachments at the back of that cat. Uh huh. So it's a boy. So we have girl cats inside, and one was relatively young, hadn't got her spade yet. Oh. And so they, uh, you know. Strangers in the night <laughs> exchanging <laughs> glances. Clearly. Doo, 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 doo. So, yeah. <laughs> We're like, only us. And this poor mama, she's oh, probably got great. five or six in there. She's just, oh, anyway, so. Goodness. I so, know. yeah. So we talked about uh, some places we like to eat. Yeah. Uh, Blue Cat Tavern. Agreed. You know, 
those are one of the places where, and, and I'll tell you, I went by, I was going to, we, we were all supposed to meet up there with Lake TV, and uh, they were going to do a shoot, and then we were all going to eat, and I got home from the uh, Lake West Expo, but I did, here's what I did. I drove all the way out there, you know, and I, I was going out Highway 7, and I was just enjoying the ride. I had my little Waze thing on my phone uh-huh. to tell me where to turn, and uh, you know what? I cranked the radio up, and I rolled the windows down, and I'm driving down 7, man, and it's just like I have not been down Highway 7 in forever, and I'm just driving, da 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 so at some point I passed it. I saw the J-Road uh, on the left. exit there. Uh-huh. But I just kept going, man. And next thing I know, oh, hey, I'm driving through Climax Springs. <laughs> da, da, da. I'm like, I, I, I think I might have passed the place. There's a good possibility I passed the place. So whipped around, went back, found it, and then realized J Road is right across from, you know, Ironton Road. And I, driving down J Road was even funner than... And more exciting than driving down seven. Isn't J Road awesome? Seven's kind of a straight shot. There's a few, you know, curves and banks and S's and all that other stuff. But J Road was a lot of fun, man. And you see the old bridge when you're driving down yep. J Road there? Mm-hmm. That's the bridge that they're trying to save, right? No. No. The bridge they're trying to sh- save is over off 42. Oh, you mean you talked about the swinging bridges? Uh huh. I'm talking about that other bridge. There's a bridge that was built. I'm trying to remember what's the name, Bill Mulder, the Greensboro Bridge or something like that. Anyway, know. we'll look during the uh, the break here, yeah. which we're coming up on, and we'll tell you about that. Plus, Mindy's got a boatload of stuff. Boatload. Swapping days. Oh. Swapping day starts ah. today. It's, it's probably going to be a little uh, sparse today. I'm a little bit upset about the rain. Well, you'll get in two days on uh, Friday and Saturday. Yeah, true. And then uh, Food Truck Paradise is coming back the following weekend. There's so there's so much this weekend even. Yeah. It's crazy. We'll hit on all of it and do it after our information break. Mindy Sales, our community events director for Key Radio and the Daily Show is in the house. Having fun. This is this is the kind of radio I enjoy where we just kinda you know, when we start talking about stuff, man, we just hit on all kinds of stuff. We always do. And if you've got you know, you've got something you want to talk about, something you want to add to the uh, the program this morning, five seven three six three three fifty three ninety five. It is great to be alive and live at the beautiful Lake of the Ozarks. You are listening to 89.3 The Key. It's The Daily Show. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, March 31st. A 13-year-old Camden girl was injured Tuesday in a crash on Tunnel Dam Road. According to the Missouri Highway Patrol, a 15-year-old boy was driving a Can-Am Maverick, and the vehicle was driving too fast for conditions. The teen attempted a U-turn, and the vehicle was overturned. The 13-year-old passenger sustained moderate injuries and was transported by MU Air to University hospital. The trial of Jesse DeVore continues, and on Wednesday, several young people came forward as witnesses. Three students said they had encountered DeVore in a school bathroom at Camden Middle School in Oak Ridge Elementary. They told the jury on Wednesday that DeVore had exposed himself as the prosecution builds the case for six charges against DeVore for sexual misconduct. The trial continues today with closing arguments expected Friday. Two men are in custody after an allegedly burglary led to a law enforcement pursuit last weekend.
According to the Miller County Sheriff's Office, on March 26th, an Iberia area resident caught two men in the act of stealing from his barn. Authorities say when the man confronted the two suspects, one fled on foot, the other got into his vehicle and ran the victim's vehicle. He then fled the scene. Carl Hauser was arrested near the scene. Timmy Whittle was found and arrested in a field the next day. Both men are charged with burglary and are being held in Miller County Jail. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Our underwriters are who makes the programming possible on Key Radio. And thank you to Victoria Station. Misty Atkinson talks about the history of Victoria Station and how you might have to just use your nose with some of the unique products they offer at Victoria Station. The Victoria Station has been around for 37 years now. We're a family-owned business. We've been in our location for 27. We're veteran-owned, family-run. We carry lots of different product categories, from greeting cards to home fragrances, uh, lamps, potpourri. There are certain products that you have to smell. Those home fragrance things, the candles, the potpourri lines, the fragrance oils, that, yeah, you need to smell it to see if that's what you want your own home to smell like. We're still located at 5465 Osage Beach Parkway, just off the Case Road exit. And the best way to find us online is on Facebook at Victoria Station. We are open daily 930 to 530. Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. On the ice last night, the Blues open a road trip on the road in Vancouver against the Canucks, and they pick up a nice win that makes two for two over the Canucks on a home-and-home series the last few days. Blues on the road to play the Oilers tomorrow. College baseball, good couple of days for the Mizzou Tigers. They beat Illinois on Tuesday. They beat SIUE last night. So Mizzou now 15-7 and seven on the season. They have got a three-game home series with South Carolina this weekend. As for the Mizzou ladies, the softball Lady Tigers, 19-13 and 13 on the season. They lost last night at Kansas. They've got a three-game series against Samford coming up this weekend. The MSU ladies, their softball team, 13-13 and 13 after a slow start. The Lady Bears now right in a five-game win streak. As for the big boys, how about the Cardinals signing Albert Pujols back with the Redbirds for one final season? 42-year-old left the Cardinals 10 years ago to go play in California. He is back wearing his old number five. Of course, Albert helped the Cards win two World Series before he left. Cardinals busy at the Marlins today. They are six and four in spring play. The Royals are seven and four in California. Cactus League action down in Arizona. The uh, Royals take on the A's today. After the work stoppage, Major League Baseball will play a full 162-game schedule. Men's NCAA tournament gearing up for the Final Four. The uh, semifinal games on Saturday, Duke against North Carolina and Villanova against Kansas. Hopefully your brackets are still alive and well. Hey, you got to check out KB 
on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin K.B. Burns, 7 in the morning, 5 in the afternoon, 11 at night. Lake TV bringing you five local lake area shows. And don't forget about Uncle Chris at the top of the hour. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, free on Roku. Just do a search for Lake TV and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key and Lock. When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key and Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and fobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key and Lock serving the entire lake area. Join 89.3 The Key for the BS Nation, featuring Matt Burns and Ike Skelton. Bring in people who are influential in the community and focus mostly on state or local, and that's really what that's what we wanted to do. Ike and Matt will address local and state issues and how they affect the lake area. It's up to the listener to take it in how they want to take it in. It's the BS Nation, Mondays and Saturdays at 10 a.m., 6 p.m., and 2 a.m. on 89.3 The Key. We're happy to be the Lake Sounding Board. Community radio for the Lake of the Ozarks. It's 89.3, the key. 8.37, hey, thank you so much for being a part of the program this morning. 37 degrees is where we are. Some clouds, maybe some rain off and on. And uh, here's the deal, folks. With the upper atmosphere being much colder, we could see a few snowflakes. If they uh, seem to trickle down, we're not obviously expecting any accumulation, but uh, there is obviously, obviously, I like to use that word, obviously, um, you know, the possibility for some snow. And, and, and even when we get into the month of April, there's still some potential there for a little bit of the uh, snow falling. Danny Ellison joins me in the uh, 9 o'clock hour, as does uh, Tim Gallatin. Tim is with the Camdenton Shed for the Missouri Department of Transportation. Good folks out there, and uh, I know when Tim's on, they like to listen, and they listen. I don't know if they gave him a hard time. I don't know if they uh, just, you know, it's for moral support or how that works out there. But cool bunch of folks, and we appreciate the hard work. 42 degrees the high today. As I said, maybe some uh, showers at times. 29 the low tonight. Things clearing up. Going to make way for plenty of sunshine tomorrow. We'll get up to 62 for the high, a low 46. 62 now on Saturday with some morning clouds and some sun in the afternoon. 67 on Sunday with a mostly cloudy sky. 57 with showers Monday. More rain possible on Tuesday and a high of 64. So that's the way it goes, folks. It's like spring-like weather. And now people understand why. They understand absolutely why we have this thing called the winter drawdown. And so I hope that kind of makes things a little clearer for you there. Something I saw that uh, people maybe are somewhat concerned about. You don't think about it all the time. You try not to think about it all the time. Uh, the top five reasons boats sink in the spring. We'll talk a little bit about that uh, time permitting later on, but uh, that's obviously something you want to kind of keep an eye on. 655.04, the current lake level. 
River level at 562.99. 839 with Mindy Sales. Hello. Mindy Sales is here with the, uh, you know, and and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm kind of in that sing-songy kind of mood today. You are. But it's great because I'm, I'm, I'm loving life. I, I've potentially got something on the horizon that... Um, We'll see if it comes through. I filled out the form last night, an application to adopt a dog. So excited for this. I, uh, we, Megan Albers and I were out at um, Ozark's Cat and Canine there. We do a feature every two weeks where we go out and we film a segment with a cat and we film a segment with a dog. And I wish we could film, you know, segment, 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 and just do a whole What's Burning show on all the animals that need homes out at Ozark's Cat and Canine, and for that matter, every other shelter that is out there with the Amen. volunteers and the folks that are working hard to find homes for these animals and care for them, because you should see some of these animals when they come in. And you wonder, how in the world you know, could, could an animal end up uh, in the circumstances that it's in when it comes into a shelter? And you get all the stories and, and everything, but lo and behold, you have these wonderful people, and they do have some paid workers at the shelters. A lot of the shelters uh, are always looking for volunteers. But we were wrapping up the filming, and we were getting ready to leave. And so as we were getting ready to leave, there's a guy in there with his dog. And the dog, you know, happy-go-lucky dog. But the guy was all upset because he, um, he had to surrender the animal. And that's tough. That was really tough. And you could see that, you know, he was visibly upset about it. It wasn't like he just walked in, dropped it off, and said, see you later, bye. Right. Um, This dog is 10 years old. The dog's name is Lightning. But the owner works in Iraq apparently 28 days, and then he's home for 28 days, right? So he would have to board the dog for the time that he is uh, gone because, unfortunately, I guess he was in the midst of a divorce. Oh, no. Six kids and this wonderful dog. and. So I stood there watching it, and for some of you who know me, I can get a little emotional from time to time, and that was just heartbreaking to stand there and watch that. You know, a dog that had been with the family, I guess, for uh, 10 years, uh, all of a sudden they find themselves having to surrender the animal so that the guy can work and support his family, and, uh, you know, I guess the mom didn't want to take care of the dog. She just didn't want the responsibility. I mean, she's got six kids she has to look after. Yeah, that's a lot. But anywho, uh, right then and there, I said, I want to adopt that dog. I want that dog to have a home. They have so many wonderful animals at Ozark's Cat and Canine, and it just kills me to go in there and do the segments that we do and then have to turn around and walk out and leave them all behind. And then you go back in two weeks, and you see some of the same ones again, you know. All the cute ones get adopted, but then there are those animals that have problems, and they have to find a place for them as well. And it's just really, you know, and, and that's kind of why I envy you, because you've got Sales Ranch, and, you know, you've got a lot of dogs and cats and ducks and chickens and every other thing out there, horses, and who knows what else. I mean, if it uh, if it needs a home, more than likely it'll find a, a way to your, your farm there, the sales farm. But it just broke my heart, and so I said, you know, if this adoption is successful and it goes through... I want this guy to know where his dog is, so when he comes home, he can come see it. Or I love that. if the kids want to come see it. Now, I understand sometimes it's difficult. I mean, you know, you have to surrender the animal, and you can only visit them. So I don't know if that's something that they want to do. But I'm certainly all about it if that, you know. I mean, love that, KB. This dog has been a part of that family family's lives for 10 years, probably when the kids were little and growing up. Some of right. them are, you know. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is, is you know. If you want an animal 
Uh, if you're looking for a cat or a dog, start at your local shelter. My gosh, start Amen. at your local animal shelter. And support the thrift stores that support the shelters. Right. Because you find a lot of go- good stuff. Ozark's uh, Cat and Canine, they've got a thrift store. As does uh, Dogwood and some of the others. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, my friend uh, Mary Isaac, she's got... Uh, 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 angels with uh, wings or animals with wings right. over there in Rocky Mount. I know her. Yep. And she's a sweet lady. And there's so many animal shelters around here. And, you know, Bob Barker used to, I'm, I'm sure they used to rib him for saying this, but have your pet spayed or neutered. It is so important because when we were in there uh, on Monday filming the segment, there are so many, there must have been two, four, six, eight, probably at least eight or ten puppies, you know, and they bring oh. them in. And so they have to go through a protocol. They don't just, you know, start letting them go right. to people. They want to make sure they've got all their shots and, you know, that they're in in good shape. Uh, You know, they had one dog come in that had these things growing over its eyes, and they had to, you know, remove those and then fix it. And he's still there, and his name is Tough. And he's not as tough as he acts. (laughs) He's a big lover boy, and he just wants to find a home. Uh, Primrose and Katniss are uh, two dogs that have been there for 10 months. Wow. And they're like lifers, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they start to adapt to that way of life. And unfortunately, sometimes that means that things aren't necessarily going to be good for them down the road. So Ozark's Cat and Canine, your local shelter, wherever you live, support them all, support the thrift store. And if you want an animal, and you know, cats and puppies are cute, but older dogs, oh my gosh, they're broke in, older cats are broke in, yes. you know, you're going to tell right away whether or not they're good with kids or whether or not they're good with other animals. And they have programs, you know, if you have like, say another dog and you want to adopt a dog, they say, well, bring your dog in and the, at Ozark's Cat and Canine, they will have, bless you, they will have, uh, are we sneezing? That was a sneeze. I was wow. trying not to. You did great on that. Thank you. We barely heard you. Gesundheit. Uh, anyway, but. You know, they've, they've got all kinds of programs where you can get the dogs together first to see what works so you don't, you know, get the animal home and things don't work out and you have to bring them back to the shelter and stuff like that. Anyway, we've got another event coming up. Uh, a gentleman that uh, has reached out to me and has reached out to you. His name is David Smith. And uh, the reason we talk about David is because of David's son, who has um, been through quite a lot here lately. Yes, yeah, so um, I think a lot of people know David in the community. He is the gentleman who is at the courthouse, uh, and you, when you go through security right there at the front, that's who, he's always there. And he had COVID very, very, very bad, and uh, and survived it. And it was kind of a thing. A lot of people were watching him and watching his progress and praying for him. So uh, he is um, doing well now. But his son, uh, in had his son is a single dad. And he um, he has a little girl, and he is currently living 100% by donate donations due to a stroke. So he is trying, um, you know, to to get back to health, to get back. But it is obviously um, a very difficult thing. And then you've got a child to raise on top of it. So um, he's, and he's kind of a young guy to be having he's a young. stroke. Yeah, he's he is young. And so um, on Thursday, April 14th, they are going to have a charity benefit auction night. Um, at Bryant Auction on, um, you know, where Y Road. Yeah, where. Well, it's right off. You just get off at the Y Road exit. And, and if instead of making the left like you were headed to Big Surf, you make a right and just follow it all the way down to dead ends down there. Past the trash yeah. company. 
Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, they're gonna. There's gonna be. Um. Uh. Rick Brian has donated a pistol. Uh. There are gonna be all sorts of. Um. Uh. Things available for auction, and but the cool thing that just happened this morning. Uh, is someone has donated two tickets to the Vanderbilt um, at Mizzou football game on October 22nd, plus the parking pass in section 121, first row, 50-yard line, behind the Missouri sidelines. Wow. Includes VIP transportation to and from the game from Lake of the Ozarks. Wow. Yeah, a value of $1,000. That means party. Party. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to worry about anything. You got a transportation up there. So, uh, that's really exciting. So I'm really excited for them. And so again, Thursday, April 14th is going to be the auction and the benefit. And again, there's, there's so many things that are going to be there. Not, but obviously Rick donated the gun and I, he, um, David didn't tell me who donated the, the, uh, Mizzou game, but my gosh, that's, that's a dream. So that is a dream. You're absolutely right. Isn't that crazy? That's a good time right there, boy. So if you have, and, and come on, man, with gas prices at almost four bucks a gallon, you're getting a free ride up there and back. Right. Well, I say free ride, but you know, you're you're not having to drive. Missouri, by the way, has the lowest gas prices in the nation. If that makes you feel any I better, know. at three dollars and seventy nine cents a gallon, I don't care. It could be two seventy nine, and I don't care if it's the lowest or not. It's Still too darn high. Anyway, Amen. so you get the uh, ride up there and back. You get the game. You get, you're get you on the 50-yard line. You're on the Missouri side. You get all kinds of goodies that come with it. We would encourage people to get out and, and, and donate, folks. Do what you can do and donate to the cause and make sure, you know, that uh, it's a, it, you know, you're looking at a $1,000 value, and uh, you're talking about a guy who's got, you know, a daughter. Yes, a young daughter. Had a stroke. Needs our help. We're good like that here at the Lake of the Ozarks, so let's make it happen. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read off a couple of the other um, people that have donated stuff. Kinderhook. Um, let's see. Tom Slaughterhouse. Celebrity Cruises. Uh, um, let's see. Shawnee Bluff Winery. Pistols Plus. Tucker Shuckers. Uh, Little Rizzo's. Central Fitness. Big O Tires. Neon Monkey. Mal- Neon Taco. Malted Monkey. Paradise, Frankie uh, and Louis. Let me just drop a drop a little something in here while you're naming those names. Yeah, you hear about these businesses, folks, and y- you normally hear their names a lot. There's a lot of people that donate to auctions because you know it might be somebody with medical problems, it might be somebody who lost their home. Trust me, I I remember Chris and Leanne Schultz set up a golf tournament for my family when we lost our home. And how amazing it was to have all of these people come out and, uh, you know, donate items and donate their time. And uh, Taz uh, came out and, uh, you know, they did some music, live music for us and stuff like that. But all these people came together to help us, and it was just amazing. It really was. And that's the kind of community that we are. And, you know, like I said, you hear the names of the businesses. And, you know, we've got businesses down here, but obviously they get hit up constantly for this type of thing uh, because people want good auction items. And so let's make sure not only are we thanking the businesses for donating them, uh, but let's frequent those businesses as well and let them know we really appreciate their support by supporting them. I totally agree with you because there's names on here that I hear all the time when, you know, you hear about donations or you hear about benefits. Right. And they're constantly donating to people. And, I, you know, it, 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 it's a generous thing to do and it does cost money. And I'm telling you, they get hit up every day for different things because there's so many things, so many charities, so many things. So um, their generosity 
um, doesn't go unnoticed. And also, like KB said, you know, go there. Uh, you know. Uh, so I just, as, as, as a matter of fact, I just got a message from uh, David, or I believe this is from David. Um, I'm trying to see who sent me this message on Facebook. Is it from the? Is it about the? It says David Smith, so I guess it, it was David, and, and it was like 16 minutes ago. So, if you know David, tell him we are uh, talking it up here on uh, on Key Radio on the Daily Show. And if you want to, if you're interested in donating or something along those lines to uh, put something together, a basket or whatever, don't hesitate. No, go ahead, keep going. Don't, look down. Look yeah, down. Well, I know. I could have. <laughs> it's the Labradoodle. It's their new Labradoodle star. I was like, what's up my foot? And I thought you were kicking me with something. And Hi. I can't reach you over there. Oh, my God. Okay. So, um, Brian Auction, you can call um, 573-346-4777 uh-huh. for more information or if you want to donate something or if you have any questions. So, uh, remember, um, the April 14th, uh, you know, be there. Like way to support our Brian, auction.com. That dog is fine. Just leave that dog exactly yeah. where that dog. If that dog wants to come in here, that's perfectly fine. We are, we're we're, we're not, dog friendly. We are dog friendly. Oh, it's it's that time. It, it's time for doggy to go outside and uh, and do what doggies do outside. <laughs> well, I'm glad he didn't do it in here. Well, that would yeah. That would have put a crimp in our I, style. But you could have kept talking. I I would have had time to stop and clean it up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, well, so we talked about that. So there's lots, lots, lots of things coming up. It's crazy. This weekend's really crazy. Of course, you know it is my um, the the highlight of my life. Jacob swap meet uh, coming up this weekend. Now it already starts today, but I'm worried about the mud because I take my golf cart because there's you know there's so much and then I buy so much. But I don't think my golf cart's gonna be able to get through there. So I'm very stressed about this. I'm gonna call up and see what's going on with the roads, but. Anyway, so um, that, of course, is going on up at uh, Jacob's Cave. It is, again, my, one of my favorite events of the year. You just never know what you're going to see, what's available, what people are there. It is a blast, and um, I, I love going to it. So um, I will, I'll be up there. So please uh, attend. Look for Mindy. Look for Mindy. So there's also this weekend is the um, uh, boutique crawl uh that's lots of lots of women's boutiques between um eldon lake ozark osage beach and camdenton so there's a facebook page about it they're going i mean there's just so many i think there's 16 different boutiques that you can go to you take a little puncher you get Ooh. punched every time you they go do wine and things like that there i'm sure they do yeah. i'm sure they wine have and cheese yeah it's 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 a blast it's a fun time and i love supporting locals you know again so uh there's all sorts of them like um morgan ave desert dreams boutique bella um split arrow no, the White Lily, um, Corner Boutique, Memes Market. Anyway, lots of shabby chic, the front porch. So those are a lot of great ones. So uh, if you, you is know, there a place to go to find out more? There is on. There's a Facebook page set up for okay, it. Okay, awesome. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give that in just a second because I don't have it right here. So I will come back to that swap swap meet, of course. So the hours of the swap meet are Thursday today from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. Same with him tonight. There might be ten. people out there swapping. I know. <laughs> you just never know. I'm telling you. Friday, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. Saturday, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. And Sunday, 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. 
So anyway, yeah, I hope to see you out there. Uh, West Side Lake Road Cleanup. I love this program. It's really awesome. It's through the um, the Lake West Chamber, and they it's their beautification committee, and they're preparing an annual lake road cleanup campaign scheduled for Saturday, April 2nd. That's this Saturday from 8 to 4. There will be dumpsters at, at the um, Versailles Bank and Lorry and Gravoy Mill and on Highway 135. So uh, you can get people together. You can, of course, call the, the West Side Chamber at 374 5,500 and get information, but, uh, really, I mean, I think it's really important. I was just traveling somewhere. I don't remember where I was. Uh, but anyway, the, the, there was trash all over the roadway and I remember it was so noticeable because it just, we don't have that. I mean, we just don't have as much as that. It was everywhere and it was so noticeable. So thank you to everyone that gets out and helps out with that because that's a, that's a big, big job and it does make a difference. Uh, let's see. So April 3rd, this is Osage Beach Firefighters Fish Fry. So this is a big deal to the firefighters of Osage Beach. Um, it's going to be um, from 11 to 5. And they haven't been able to have it for the last couple of years because of COVID. So they're back again at it. They're very excited. At Osage Beach Fire Station number 2 off of KK, they'll be serving food from 11 to 5. Adults are $10. Children um, under 12 are five dollars and under three are free they're having cod catfish hush puppies baked beans coleslaw french fries and desserts yeah and uh, so this is their major fundraiser that they do every year so they um a little bit about the association was um, incorporated in 1986 it provides scholarships to local students annually it sponsors the midwest children's burn camp and it sponsors the firefighters memorial foundation the midwest children's burn camp i believe is here at the lake Oh, is it? Yep. Oh, wow. I think they've got that here at the lake, and and they do a lot of amazing things for kids. Take them out on boats, and, you know, it's a camping experience for kids who uh, just need to go camping. Right. Oh, and one last place. The um, the association sponsors the Safe Kids at local schools. Right on. So, love that. Go out and support the the firefighters. Who doesn't love a fish fry? I mean, come on. Um, There's a fish fry. Uh, There's the Lent uh, fish fry that they have at the Knights of Columbus there. That'll be tonight. So you get your dose of fish, fried fish. Do it uh, on uh, on Friday tonight at the uh, Knights of Columbus there in Camdenton off of West Fifty Four. I went last year to that one. That was good. That's that's always good. That's where you get together and get caught up on all the gossip. I mean, most folks have been, you know, we've got cabin fever. We want to get out. We go to the fish fry, and uh, and we we talk. Uh, get the lowdown. Yeah, get the lowdown. Just real quick, I wanted to mention it was uh, Angels with Tails. That is the name of Mary Isaac's uh, shelter. Yes. Okay. So That's I right. Just, just so just so everybody knows that. Yeah, she's she's awesome. So there's also another spring craft show because I I love craft stuff at right. um, the uh, Camden County Historical Society Museum that is in Lynn Creek. It's on April 9th um, from nine to four. Uh, many vendors and there's no admission charge. So. And while you're there, make make it a point to make the rounds at the museum. Learn a little oh, something about where you live if you live in Camden County. It is a fascinating place with uh, a great bunch of folks that keep that place up and running. We're getting close to a Dogwood Festival time, so they have their uh, they have their uh, play that they do with the dinner dinner theater. Yeah, and, and it's really a lot of fun. And and you know Daphne Jeffries is is an awesome lady out there. Uh, yeah, it's a great place. And speaking of the Dogwood Festival, that's coming up April 21st through the 23rd. It's back at the middle school, which I think, it, you know, was a good situation. Um, it It's 
the you know obviously and they they moved the parade route because the parade route last year was wacky and they put it well that was because they were incorporating the amphitheater and they wanted to take people right down business five right to the amphitheater but it's back to the way it was in years past so it's it's going to be right there with the viewing stand uh in front of the courthouse and uh yours truly will be emceeing the parade this year missed a year but back and uh, thanks to uh, casey cloak and the folks over there at the chamber i I went to them and I said, "Hey, listen, if you need a body, if you need somebody to do it, I'm happy to do it, man. I'd love to do it." So, well, you're Rock awesome. On. At it. You're awesome at it. So, uh, so yes. Yeah, so they're obviously it's reading out of a book. I hope I can still do that. Well, <laughs> sometimes you ad lib, but that's okay. You're good at that. Uh, obviously, we have the parade on Saturday, and then of course the carnival, and there are crafts, and then the pageants, and there's food and entertainment, and there's a fish fry, and there's just so much going on there. It's a great time for. I mean, when my kids were younger, it was like they couldn't wait to go to. And then they're brilliant by putting it right by the school because the kids see it, like you know, when they go to and from school. So, yeah, it was. It's a great um, time for your kiddos. So, Mindy. I hate to tell you this. No. You're up against the clock. Oh, my gosh. Can, wow. But I appreciate you hanging out with uh, with me. It's always great to have you here, man, because we get caught up on stuff. We, we solve the world's problems. Right. And, uh, you know, we've got listeners that uh, love Mindy Sales because she is the community events director. She brings in Thoughtful Thursday. I want to talk to Skipper, and I've got his, uh, his contact information, so I'll be reaching out to him and probably have him on the show within the next week or so. And also... We'll, we'll talk Food Truck Festival next week because we're getting ready, getting real yes. close to that, the second annual. And to the organizers of this event, I love you, all of you, <laughs> and all of you people that attend and everybody that uh, makes this thing possible. Have a marvelous day. Why, thank you. You too. Thank you for hanging out with us. And uh, you listening here this morning on Key Radio, we need to let you know it is uh, the top of the hour. Time for local information. Stacy Johnson with LakeExpo.com, your trusted news source. Uncle Chris, Chris Schneider. I always like hanging out with uh, Uncle Chris, and I got to hang out with him yesterday. We taped a segment for What's Burning, talking about all kinds of fun stuff, so make sure you check it out. The new show hits the airwaves today and uh, runs seven days a week, 7 a.m., 11 p.m., 5 p.m. on Lake TV. You're listening to 89.3, and it's The Daily Show. Danny Ellison and Tim Gallatin coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. Content provided by the people, right here on 89.3. K-E-Y-K, Osage Beach, Missouri. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, March 31st. A 13-year-old Camden girl was injured Tuesday in a crash on Tunnel Dam Road. According to the Missouri Highway Patrol, a 15-year-old boy was driving a Can-Am Maverick, and the vehicle was driving too fast for conditions. The teen attempted a U-turn, and the vehicle was overturned. The 13-year-old passenger sustained moderate injuries and was transported by MU Air to University hospital. The trial of Jesse DeVore continues, and on Wednesday, several young people came forward as witnesses. Three students said they had encountered DeVore in a school bathroom at Camden Middle School in Oak Ridge Elementary. They told the jury on Wednesday that DeVore had exposed himself as the prosecution builds the case for six charges against DeVore for sexual misconduct. The trial continues today with closing arguments expected Friday. 
Two men are in custody after an allegedly burglary led to a law enforcement pursuit last weekend. According to the Miller County Sheriff's Office, on March 26th, an Iberia area resident caught two men in the act of stealing from his barn. Authorities say when the man confronted the two suspects, one fled on foot, the other got into his vehicle and ran the victim's vehicle. He then fled the scene. Carl Hauser was arrested near the scene. Timmy Whittle was found and arrested in a field the next day. Both men are charged with burglary and are being held in Miller County Jail. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from lakeexpo.com. Lakeexpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Toe. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. On the ice last night, the Blues open a road trip on the road in Vancouver against the Canucks, and they pick up a nice win that makes two for two over the Canucks on a home-and-home series the last few days. Blues on the road to play the Oilers tomorrow. College baseball, good couple of days for the Mizzou Tigers. They beat Illinois on Tuesday. They beat SIUE last night so Mizzou now 15 and 7 on the season they have got a three game home series with South Carolina this weekend as for the Mizzou ladies the softball lady tigers 19 and 13 on the season they lost last night at Kansas they've got a three game series against Samford coming up this weekend the MSU ladies their softball team 13 and 13 after a slow start the lady bears now riding a five-game win streak. As for the big boys, how about the Cardinals signing Albert Pujols back with the Redbirds for one final season? 42-year-old left the Cardinals 10 years ago to go play in California. He is back wearing his old number five. Of course, Albert helped the Cards win two World Series before he left. Cardinals busy at the Marlins today. They are 6-4 and four in spring play. The Royals are 7-4 and four in Cactus League action down in Arizona. The uh, Royals take on the A's today. After the work stoppage, Major League Baseball will play a full 162-game schedule. Men's NCAA tournament gearing up for the Final Four. The uh, semifinal games on Saturday, Duke against North Carolina and Villanova against Kansas. Hopefully your brackets are still alive and well. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7 in the morning, 5 in the afternoon, 11 at night. Lake TV bringing you five local lake area shows. And don't forget about Uncle Chris at the top of the hour. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, free on Roku. Just do a search for Lake TV and streaming live. 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. 
portions of our programming on Key Radio made possible thanks to Lake TV. Lake TV is your hometown local TV station featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB, live high school sports, real estate, dining, boating, and of course the annual Lake of the Ozarks shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and of course online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. Key Radio is a nonprofit radio station that works with local residents in the Lake of the Ozarks community. Our goal is to provide a positive platform for content that addresses a variety of topics while also giving people the opportunity to find out more about what's going on in our own backyard. Key Radio uses donations to bring you all of the information. So, if you like what you hear and you'd like to help us continue our mission, please reach out to us at keygatheringplace.com slash keyradio. Businesses, individuals, and content providers power the programming that you hear on Key Radio. To inquire about making your tax-deductible donation, go to keygatheringplace.com slash keyradio or call 573-280-0532. 573-280-0532. You're listening to 89.3, The Key. If you've got a topic you'd like to share with the community, contact us right here at 89.3, The Key. Hey, good morning, and thank you for joining us here on The Daily Show on 89.3, The Key. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on. Matter of fact, uh, so much stuff, it is, uh, it is crazy, all the stuff we've got going on. Wanted to send a uh, shout-out to my friends at uh, Firefly Valley Farms. Enjoying some of that espresso noir this morning. Great coffee. And uh, uh, I haven't really been a huge coffee drinker for a lot of years, but I will tell you this much, that uh, I'm kind of making a comeback based on this espresso noir. It's it's a little expensive uh, as far as $15 a pound, but you know what? It's well worth it if you know how to make it. And so I bought uh, three pounds of it uh, last time I saw Stephanie, and I was happy to be able to buy that wonderful, wonderful coffee, and uh, have it uh, handy to enjoy. Obviously, you heard the phone there, so Danny Ellison will be joining us here momentarily to do some uh, ranting and some raving. 
Again, as far as things go, we are holding steady here in Osage Beach at about 37 degrees. Looking for a high today of 43, so we don't have far to go. They did up that a little bit. 42 is what we were talking last hour, now 43, with the possibility of some uh, rain showers off and on. Uh, throughout the day and uh, the afternoon. Some clouds this evening giving way to a mainly clear sky overnight and a low of 29. Uh, I would think that uh, by now you probably brought the plants in, but if not, you definitely want to do it because I believe we're maybe talking a bit of a freeze warning tonight. So just to be safe, right? You took the time to grow them. Don't let them just go down the old tubers. 62 and sunny tomorrow, 63. Some morning showers possible on Saturday. Cloudy on Sunday, a high of 67, 58 with light rain on Monday, 64 in showers on Tuesday, partly cloudy Wednesday, a high of 60, partly cloudy and 52 on Thursday. And uh, I'll tell you what, I think that's really all you need to know as far as the forecast is concerned. So we've still got a little ways to go before we achieve those wonderful afternoon highs in the 70s and 80s and some spring-like weather here at the lake. 37 degrees in Osage Beach as we broadcast live from the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. Uh, Lake level 655, even river level at 564.31. And man, oh man. Just, you know, I know it's a little dreary. I know it's a little chilly. uh, But uh, we live in one of the most beautiful places on God's green earth. And um, enjoy it. You'll find find a way to enjoy the day today, I guarantee, if you're here with us at the Lake of the Ozarks. If not, get down here and see us soon. We miss you. We certainly do. We also uh, are looking forward to uh, Danny Ellison making a return to the Lake of the Ozarks. He always kind of... Tries to get down and see us maybe a little bit later on in the year, September, October, something like that. But he is still a uh, regular part of what we do on The Daily Show, and he joins us here this morning. Danny, my good friend, sir, it is uh, always great to have you with us. And how are things out there on the uh, East Coast? How are you folks faring weather-wise? Well, we're sitting here waiting for a line of storms to come through this evening. Uh, But other than that, it's supposed to be a high of 80 degrees today. (laughs) Oh, very nice. Yeah. So it's uh, double the fun, double the pleasure out there uh, in Virginia Beach, Virginia, as far as what we're dealing with here. But, yeah, that cold front is kind of pushing its way through and and leaving uh, in its wake some colder temperatures and some folks that are going, hey, man, it's the last day of March. Cut the crap, Mother Nature, and let's get to uh, some spring weather. (laughs) (laughs) What's that saying? Out like a lion or something like that? March out like a lion, in like a lamb or something like that? Exactly. Well, it kind of came in uh, a mixture of a lamb and lion, so I believe that would be uh, uh, a lamb... Lannon or something, I don't know. It, it, the combination of the two. <laughs> and it's definitely more like a lion on the way out, not not a lamb. So uh, we'll see what uh, what's up with the month of April. What? Let, let's get to it this morning here. What's on your mind, Danny? Well, what's on my mind is I wish Joe Biden cared as much about our border as he does Ukraine's. Let's be honest, folks. He just lifted Title 42, which allowed for immediate deportation of an illegal immigrant. There's the key words none of these people want to talk. Illegal. They all want to say, we're all immigrants. Yes, we were legal immigrants who went through the system and stood in line. If you have, maybe if Russia, instead of invading Ukraine, if they'd have just hired a bunch of coyotes to smuggle them into Ukraine, 
then we wouldn't be sending money over there and boycotting <laughs> Russian oil right. because it was just immigrants. They were just immigrating into Ukraine rather than evading. I don't know the difference. They're both basically the same. If you don't have border security, you don't have security. That's why all your Hollywood rich elites who are against walls are surrounded by walls, guarded by people with automatic weapons that they don't want us to have. And, and the hypocrisy of Hollywood and all of their, their little, their, it's really funny. These people all talk about how we're all barbarians, but they have somebody slap somebody on their show and not a thing is done to him. He's not arrested. He's not kicked from it. He goes and parties with them. It's almost like it was planned to save their dying woke award show that started with three idiots chanting gay because the Florida don't say gay bill. Look, I'm sick and tired of this BS where people make stuff up. Read the bill, idiots. It doesn't say a thing about don't say gay. What it says is people third grade and under should not be talked to about sex. That's exactly what I don't want teachers talking to my... Look, if I was an old man and sitting on a park bench and I talked sex to a six-year-old, I'd be put in jail. So why are we going to allow our teachers to teach sex to our children who aren't even out of third grade folks this is ridiculous this is you've got to destroy the moral underpinnings of this country and that's what the democrats are out to do destroy the moral underpinnings under this outrage of the bill says don't the bill says don't talk about sex to kids in third grade and under i fail to see a problem with that I am 100% for that. If that makes me a homophobe, that's your problem. Because it doesn't make me a homophobe. Because I don't think children should be sexualized when they're not even out of third grade. I was always under the impression that the parents were the ones that were supposed to be speaking to their children about sex. Now, this could be at any age because, you know, children are very curious to begin with. So they see something on TV, they, you know, see something online, it gets their uh, curiosity uh, peaking a little bit there. And so uh, they go to mom, they go to dad. Um, the school is not the place for them to be teaching kids that young about sex. Now, I do remember what was it, uh, eighth grade, maybe freshman year, uh, they had to the, the, the sit down. You know, you, you, in your health class, you had to sit down there, and you went in, and they showed you the films, and they told you what everything was, and they told you how everything works. And, uh, you know, they told you about options and contraceptive, uh, you know, things uh, as far as condoms and pills and various other things. But you had to get an okay from mom and dad. You had to go home with a permission slip, and you had to present the permission slip to the teacher. And then, if you were allowed, they would, you know, take you through the course. And at that particular point in time, and I know this very well because my mother was concerned about what we would be learning. And um, for those who don't know, my father passed away when I was 12, so it was up to my mother to teach her son about, you know, the birds and the bees. But at no point, at, at no point up to that point, did we have anyone talking to us or telling us anything about sex, gender, 
Um, you know, do you feel like a woman trapped in a man's body? Do you feel like a, uh, uh, you know, whatever, you know, do you feel like a, a man trapped in a woman's body? Whatever. We never had any of that, Danny. Absolutely none of it. And with good reason, because it is not the school's job. It is not the school's job because we go back to the old indoctrination versus education argument, okay? They want you to start being more, they, they want the schools to be more of a social type of a, a setting than an educational setting. You know, we go in, we learn our math, our English, and, and science, and various other things, and have uh, phys ed and, and lunch and and uh, free time and all this other stuff and this just doesn't seem to me at all like it is something that should be up to schools and and, and certainly with kids that are that young. Oh yeah, that that's my whole point. Uh, I I remember that we had sex ed when I was in junior high, and I remember that that's the time when you're already worried you're experimenting with stuff. That's a good time to do it, but with a, a there shouldn't be anybody sixth grade up to grade six. You should be free of this. We can't let kids be kids anymore. They're they're highly sexualized. Look, look. I'm gonna put it to you this way: when when I was young, our cheerleaders didn't do half the stuff these cheerleaders today are doing. <laughs> and and people go, oh, you're just being a fuddy duddy. No, I'm not being a fuddy duddy, folks. Because things matter. You can say they don't matter, but they do matter. Morality matters. There needs to be some kind of moral compass in this country. We have no moral compass. Do whatever you want. There is a big movement amongst the libs to make pedophilia not a crime, but a disease. And it's really funny, or maybe it's just your orientation. This is sad what we're accepting in this country. We've lost our moral compass. We don't enforce our boundaries. And we spend more money overseas to help everybody. While we're $30 trillion in the hole, we're sending billions over to countries that would gladly slit our throat tomorrow morning if we quit sending them money. We need to think about America first. I know that's unpopular. What jingoism? Oh, you're a xenophobe. No, I'm not a xenophobe. I just understand. You look around the world, compare it to here. This is a great place. This is a place of opportunity, no matter what your skin color or your gender or what you want to call yourself. There is great room for advancement in this country. And if you want to be a victim, you can be a victim. But this country now has got to the point where the government is so big, they believe they own your children. They own the thoughts your children will think. They will raise your child to be the perfect gender-neutral, neutered male, where we have, it will drug you if you're hyperactive, will tell you to shut up. It's, everything this country stood for is being ripped apart. And all these people want to, I watched, I think it was, um, oh, I can't think of, John, John Stewart. I watched a little segment of his show where he said, every white person is racist. Every person is racist. This country was formed on a whole bunch of horrible things. Did we do horrible things in the past? Yes. Were they considered horrible things in the past? No. We changed a lot of that. We sacrificed may, uh, hundreds of thousands of lives in a civil war to give freedom. Did we start with problems? Yes. Have we grown? Yes. 
But we don't need what's going on. The government has got so big, if we don't stop it soon, we're going to have real problems. Well, I don't doubt that. And I I hope, Danny, that people are doing more than just, you know, we're rolling around. It's going to be election time here real soon. And uh, a lot of local elections, uh, you know, you're looking at uh, school boards and you're, you're looking at use taxes and you're looking at uh, mayoral elections and board of aldermen and things along those lines. But I hope people are really making good choices. And I hope they're doing their research into the people that they are electing on the local level. Because, you know, if you have a sound local community, we talk about, you know, the federal government quite a bit. But if you can build a sound local community and a local government, then I think you're in pretty good shape when a lot of these things come down from places like Washington or even your state legislature because you have that firm foundation. You have people that are like-minded. You have people that understand how all of this is going to affect children's futures. And that's why I say, you know, we've got at least – two, maybe more uh, school board elections that I know of that are on the, the, the county uh, sample ballot that I've looked at for Camden County and Miller County. And these are very important people, whether they know it or not, that are going to have an integral role in what is being taught in our schools. So while we talk about how things are being formatted and put together on the national level, Really, I think one of the things that you have to strive for is making sure that you have decent people in office on the local level so that when this kind of uh, whatever, if you want to call it critical race theory, if you want to call it talking about teaching uh, uh, sex and gender-type education to very young children, when these types of things trickle down, you've got people in place that can do things about it to deflect it or question it and make sure that it's understood thoroughly before it's implemented in the school. Uh, and, and, and again, some uh, people on the federal level, the national level, may not like the direction we're going here in Missouri. But you know what? Who cares? Mind your own business. You know, well, we're perfectly well, that's fine. that's what our founding fathers intended. Yeah. They, they intended for things to be local. See, that's the whole thing. When you can go look somebody eye to eye, it's totally different than talking to them on the phone. It's totally different than sending them a letter. It's totally different than any of that. And I know that movement is easy in the United States, but most people don't want to go from Seattle, Washington, to Washington, D.C., to address their grievances face-to-face. Most politics that really matter truly are local. That's 100% correct. And you really should be looking into who you're voting for, and you really should be looking into what they view. And I also think that we need a truth. If, if, I, put on, if I put a thing of orange juice out and I said it was fresh and it had been frozen, I am guilty of fraud. If you're a, a, a person running for office and you say, I'm going to do this, and then you get in there and do that, that's just politics. That should change. We need a Bill of Rights of Voters that says if you do not live up to your commitments you made in your promises, then you will be instantly removed from office. Another election will be held, and somebody else will be put in there. Because right now, everybody accepts the fact 
that politicians lie. You hear that all the time. Yeah, that's what they said. Let's see what they'll do when they get in. That should never be. If I can't say fresh after something's frozen on a can of orange juice, you shouldn't be able to make promises and then go in the office and do exactly opposite of what you promised me. <laughs> well, you know, anymore, uh, here's the thing. And, and, and here's where you have to hold someone's feet to the fire. Because I believe that in a lot of instances, uh, you know, most politicians start out as relatively good people. And you kind of decide what level you want to get involved with as far as politics go to get your feet wet. Some people start with school boards. Some people get elected to the board of aldermen. Uh, some people want to become the mayor of a city or a town. Some people want to become a county commissioner. And, and then you kind of graduate from there to representative or senate on the, on, on the state level. And then maybe you have aspirations of going all the way to Washington, D.C. as a representative or a senator. And, hey, man, we've heard all kinds of stories of how people have, have gone up through the ranks. But the one thing that I think we really need to keep an eye on and this will go with what we've been talking about this morning, is watch closely and review your senators, your representatives, and their voting records, no matter what level they're on, and keep a close eye on what they're doing and how they're voting. Because anymore, Danny, it's not about doing what's right. It's about doing what's popular. And as we were, we were talking about this yesterday, the fact that do I do what's right and make some people mad, or do I do what's popular and worry about uh, when things come back around for re-election time? Well, I don't know what the answer is. I really don't. I, I do know this much. Career politicians should be a thing of the past. Yes, sir. We should make it so that you can't be in Washington entrenched for 50 60 years, like a lot of these people in Washington have been. These people just keep running in circles, and people walk in. I recognize that name and punch the button because it makes them feel good that they recognize the name because that's, that's a known quantity, and they don't want to give anybody a chance. And once you get embedded in the big wheel, that's how people get to be in bribed because they get comfortable with the fact that You've associated yourself with basically a criminal entity, which is what our Congress has become, because they do insider trading. They shut you down while taking their paychecks. They shut you down while keeping their health insurance. They go out and do their stuff without a mask while ordering you to wear a mask. We have somehow let this government get so big that there's zero accountability on anything they do. They walked out of Afghanistan and left a billion dollars worth of equipment, some of it secret. Nobody paid a price. They shut down the country without a vote of our representatives, only to find out it did nothing. Yet they paid not a single price. They've spent so much money. We're $30 trillion in the debt. We have rabid inflation that has not been seen in 40 years, yet nobody pays a price. There is no responsibility in Washington, D.C. They are way above the law. They have become dictators and rulers, and we are their subjects, and they are not representing us. They are ruling and leading us, and it never should have got to this point. Somehow, some way, we have got to get the old people out of Washington, D.C., 
put some new blood in, and it should be turned over every eight years. Right. And everybody should be turned over, and you can't go back to the job you had. Danny Ellison, the educated redneck. Stop making sense, sir, because uh, you do it, and you do it very well. And I hope that people take the opportunity to listen closely. And uh, we are looking forward to uh, probably uh, getting an opportunity to see you, hopefully, uh, sometime in the near future. But until then, my friend, keep doing what you're doing. Keep us uh, on your radar for Thursdays at 9:10 for uh, Danny Ellison, the educated redneck, his ranting, his raving, because uh, a lot of folks really enjoy it. And uh, I hear the feedback here locally all the time about uh, how great it is to uh, hear your voice on Key Radio. Talk to you next Thursday, Danny, and uh, be safe until then, my friend. Thank you very much. Find me on rumble.com, the educated redneck, one word, no spaces. I can't wait to talk to you next week, and y'all have a wonderful day on that beautiful lake that you live on. And uh, I hope that the weather doesn't get too crazy for you out there, sir, because I know uh, there's been a lot of that crazy weather down in the southeast and up along the east coast, so Here's hoping that uh, you get some rain and uh, the birds are chirping in the morning. Have a good day, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Absolutely. We need to uh, take an opportunity here this morning to uh, step aside and uh, bring out our information. We'll uh, hear from Stacy Johnson with LakeExpo.com, your trusted news source. Uncle Chris, Chris Schneider, my radio brother from another mother, he's got a look at sports here on the key. And of course, we're going to be talking with Tim Gallatin from the Camdenton Shed. He uh, is, of course, the man heading up that uh, shed for the Missouri Department of Transportation. It's all coming up along with your thoughts, if you would like to chime in at 573-633-5395. The Daily Show on the Key. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, March 31st. A 13-year-old Camdenton girl was injured Tuesday in a crash on Tunnel Dam Road. According to the Missouri Highway Patrol, a 15-year-old boy was driving a Can-Am Maverick, and the vehicle was driving too fast for conditions. The teen attempted a U-turn, and the vehicle was overturned. The 13-year-old passenger sustained moderate injuries and was transported by MU Air to University Hospital hospital. The trial of Jesse DeVore continues, and on Wednesday, several young people came forward as witnesses. Three students said they had encountered DeVore in a school bathroom at Camdenton Middle School in Oak Ridge Elementary. They told the jury on Wednesday that DeVore had exposed himself as the prosecution builds the case for six charges against DeVore for sexual misconduct. The trial continues today with closing arguments expected Friday. Two men are in custody after an allegedly burglary led to a law enforcement pursuit last weekend. According to the Miller County Sheriff's Office, on March 26th, an Iberia area resident caught two men in the act of stealing from his barn. Authorities say when the man confronted the two suspects, one fled on foot, the other got into his vehicle and rammed the victim's vehicle. He then fled the scene. Carl Hauser was arrested near the scene. Timmy Whittle was found and arrested in a field the next day. Both men are charged with burglary and are being held in Miller County Jail. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Our underwriters are who makes the programming possible on Key Radio. 
and thank you to Victoria Station. Misty Atkinson talks about the history of Victoria Station and how you might have to just use your nose with some of the unique products they offer at Victoria Station. The Victoria Station has been around for 37 years now. We're a family-owned business. We've been in our location for 27. We're veteran-owned, family-run. We carry lots of different product categories, from greeting cards to home fragrances, uh, lamps, potpourri. There are certain products that you have to smell. Those home fragrance things, the candles, the potpourri lines, the fragrance oils, that, yeah, you need to smell it to see if that's what you want your own home to smell like. We're still located at 5465 Osage Beach Parkway, just off the Case Road exit. And the best way to find us online is on Facebook at Victoria Station. We are open daily 930 to 530. Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. On the ice last night, the Blues open a road trip on the road in Vancouver against the Canucks, and they pick up a nice win that makes two for two over the Canucks on a home-and-home series the last few days. Blues on the road to play the Oilers tomorrow. College baseball, good couple of days for the Mizzou Tigers. They beat Illinois on Tuesday. They beat SIUE last night. So Mizzou now 15-7 and on the season. They have got a three-game home series with South Carolina this weekend. As for the Mizzou ladies, the softball Lady Tigers, 19-13 and on the season. They lost last night at Kansas. They've got a three-game series against Samford coming up this weekend. The MSU ladies, their softball team, 13-13 and after a slow start. The Lady Bears now run a five-game win streak. As for the big boys, how about the Cardinals signing Albert Pujols back with the Redbirds for one final season? 42-year-old left the Cardinals 10 years ago to go play in California. He is back wearing his old number five. Of course, Albert helped the Cards win two World Series before he left. Cardinals busy at the Marlins today. They are six and four in spring play. The Royals are seven and four in. Cactus League action down in Arizona. The uh, Royals take on the A's today. After the work stoppage, Major League Baseball will play a full 162-game schedule. Men's NCAA tournament gearing up for the Final Four. The uh, semifinal games on Saturday, Duke against North Carolina and Villanova against Kansas. Hopefully your brackets are still alive and well. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin K.B. Burns 7 in the morning, 5 in the afternoon 11 at night. Lake TV bringing you 5 local Lake Area shows and don't forget about Uncle Chris at the top of the hour. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, free on Roku. Just do a search for Lake TV and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key and Lock.
When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key & Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and fobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key & Lock serving the entire lake area. Join 89.3 The Key for the BS Nation, featuring Matt Burns and Ike Skelton. Bring in people who are influential in the community and focus mostly on state or local, and that's really what that's what we wanted to do. Ike and Matt will address local and state issues and how they affect the lake area. It's up to the listener to take it in how they want to take it in. It's the BS Nation, Mondays and Saturdays at 10 a.m., 6 p.m., and 2 a.m. on 89.3 The Key. We're happy to be the Lake Sounding Board. Community radio for the Lake of the Ozarks. It's 89.3, the key. Right back in your ears on this Thursday morning at 9.39, holding steady at 37 degrees, 43 the high. We could see some rain off and on throughout the course of the morning, the afternoon as well. Things clearing up for us tonight will drop down to 29 for the overnight low. But we will bounce back nicely as we uh, get ready for April the 1st. Looks like we are hoping, praying, and uh, they're forecasting anyway. A high of 62 tomorrow, a low of 46, 63 with some rain on Saturday morning, otherwise a low of 36. We've got uh, clouds expected on Sunday, high 67, low 45, 58 on Monday with some light rain showers possible on Tuesday, and 64 the high. And then on Wednesday, looking for a high of around 60 and a partly cloudy sky. So we are getting there, folks. Slowly but surely, we are getting there. Also, uh, that uh, current lake level that we have for you out there at Bagnell Dam, 655 even as of 9 a.m. and the river level at 564.31. So there you go. Lots of stuff coming up on Key Radio today as far as the programming list following uh, this particular program, The Daily Show. Uh, you've got the Missouri Liberty Report with John Williams, uh, the Beam slash Encompassed purpose. That is uh, Bradley Berg and the group. The Beam is the uh, new facility down there on the Bagnell Dam Strip in Luby's Plaza. They offer a lot of activities for people who, uh, you know, want to enjoy family-related activities. They've got a um, program for veterans that they do. And this is a drug and alcohol-free environment. Also, Feed Your Family, which is kind of good if you uh, like to get some interesting tips on uh, things like, uh, I don't know, just basic food preparation and more. You can check that out. Ozark Highlands radio program, which is a nice, uh, it's an hour of music, which I think sometimes can be very soothing. School of School, uh, again, that's uh, a uh, homeschool-based program. And Key Ozarks Show, Bill Munhausen heads up the Key Ozarks Show relating various uh, political, religious, and uh, current community topics. And that's uh, all all done, all said for the uh, first uh, eight hours. And then we rebroadcast things again at 4 and then again at midnight for you. 9.41 is our time. Guess what, folks? We've got uh, a lot of events going on. We'll touch on some more of these things. But I hope to have the uh, organizers of the second Lake of the Ozarks Food Truck Festival and that will be next weekend at the Lori Hillbilly Fairgrounds, Saturday 
and Sunday, April 9th and 10th, from noon until 7, both days. Live music, fun stuff for the kids, and, of course, tons and tons and tons and tons of these wonderful food trucks all getting together to uh, show off what they do and do very well. Looking forward to that. On the program tomorrow, we will be talking, uh, hopefully, with Bev Aylin, the Concerned Women for America of Missouri. Bev normally joins us for uh, about the first 20 minutes of the show. From about 8.10 until 8.30, we get the legislative update. We find out what other events are on the agenda for Concerned Women for America of Missouri. And you will get him live and in person, and he has got a lot to talk about. The one, the only, Mr. Dave Maupin who heads up Among the Dogwoods, which is a great, great blog if you haven't subscribed to it yet. Well, by golly, sign up. It's easy to do, and you get to stay in the loop with things like school board meetings and, of course, what is going on with the Camden County Commission, who is yet again into the, uh, into the fray, into the midst of, uh, of trying to do what I guess they can do to uh, work on these short-term rentals, folks. It's uh, yeah, it's big business here at the Lake of the Ozarks. And uh, there's a lot of things that we don't want to see change. And uh, we hope that the commission will lead the way and uh, do so with a form of transparency maybe we've never seen at the Lake of the Ozarks before. We'll have to wait and find out. 9.43 is our time. Looks like uh, we need to check in with our good friend, Mr. Tim Gallatin, with the Missouri Department of Transportation. He heads up the Camdenton Shed, and he is joining us here this morning in place of Mr. Bob Lynch. But, you know, Tim and I, we get to talk a little football. Maybe I don't know if that's on his mind this morning, but I know. Tim, thanks for uh, for joining us, by the way. I, I, I think one of the things on your agenda or on your mind right now is probably, and unfortunately, potholes. <laughs> yes, yes it is, KB. Um, it's, it's, it's a never-ending project that goes on and, and could go on every day. Yeah, well, we know it's, um, I would imagine, you know, if, if you had to do it, there is a pothole someplace, somewhere, every day, all day, 24-7, 365, and uh, the Missouri Department of Transportation, uh, on the state roads anyway, is responsible for filling those potholes. And so, you know, they uh, they always talk about uh, calling the, the one, I guess it's one triple eight, MoDOT, something like that. And then, you know, you report where the pothole is, and then uh, as the crews make their schedule for the day, for the week, they try to get out and fill as many of those potholes as as possible. Let me ask you, just ballpark, just just ballpark here this morning. How many potholes do you think that you have filled in your illustrious career with the Missouri Department of Transportation? Thousands, uh, tens of thousands. How many? Well, KB, I could probably give you an answer, but it probably wouldn't be correct. Uh, <laughs> you know, with 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 the years that I've been here, it's it's been a lot. Um, and it, uh, like I said, it, it never ends. Yeah. And, uh, it's one of those things that, um, you know, you just, you pick a, a decent day and, and you try to get the crew out there to take right. care of that stuff. Um, but we all know, uh, that the rain and all the weather plays a big part in that too. When sure. it rains, they seem to pop out even more or even bigger yeah. for that fact. Yeah. Well, it's a never ending job as unfortunate as that may be. I would think at some point that maybe somebody involved, yourself included in this, with the Missouri Department of Transportation, that you come up with some 
some device or some mix or some method of permanently fixing potholes. Or I don't even know if you could come up with something that you put down on the surface when you guys go back and, you know, resurface a, a road that would be so strong that it could be considered not necessarily pothole-proof, but pothole resistant because you heard you've heard of waterproof and then you've heard of water resistant. Now, if it's water resistant, it doesn't necessarily mean that there wouldn't be you know the ability for water to seep in at some point. But at least give you folks more of a fighting chance so you're not out there with the mix and the shovels and and filling those potholes. Uh, especially, I would imagine some of the potholes in the same spot year after year after year, and you're like, man, you can almost, you, you give, you, you know the potholes so well that you, you've given them names at this point. <laughs> right. You, yes, you're correct. You know, and, and you say that about water resistant and, and waterproof and, you know, we've had vendors come to us and say, Hey, we want you to try our product. Um, and this last batch that we've got from the vendor is they called it aqua patch. And when you put it in the hole, you're actually supposed to add water to it uh, to make the chemicals inside that work and actually bond to the road. Right. Um, and when we found that some of that in, in certain places has worked very, very well, but Good. you will have those spots that, you know, eventually it's just going to have to be patched over or it's going to have to be repaved with asphalt or, you know, something along those lines. Well, I, uh, I I say hats off to you and all of the dedicated employees there at the Camdenton Shed and at sheds all over the state that are faced with uh, having to go out and do that, which leads me into a nice segue, by the way. Uh, you guys are going to start seeing more time out on the roads, and the road crews are going to be more prevalent, and there's going to be more things going on like filling the potholes and road construction and, uh, you know, cutting the grass uh, here in the medians and stuff like that. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, in you and, and your staff are out there fighting the good fight every day, uh, doing the job, but you would really rather do the job in such a way where you don't consider yourselves targets. And, and unfortunately, when you approach a work zone and you see those signs that say, you know, slow down, work zone, uh, not everybody takes that as seriously as they should, do they? No, no, they don't, KB. And, you know, we, we try and try to educate the public on that. Um, you know, we, uh, as individual sheds, we try to turn in what we call a two-week planner uh, to our central office, which will put out notifications uh, via uh, the newspaper or, you know, news releases uh saying, hey, there's going to be a major project in this area or vice, you know, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're right. Um, you know, we, we sat down uh, this week and we actually, you know, we talk safety every day here with the crew members um, because, unfortunately, we do have a job to where we have to pay attention and watch each other's backs every single day. And I led the conversation the other day with, you know, uh, coming out of the pandemic and so many people have moved here to the lake area it's going to be a different situation for us going into this summer because we have a lot of people that have moved here to the lake area that aren't really familiar with the ins and outs of the lake yet sure. and that that's what we fear the most uh, is going in going into this summer season 
uh, with a lot of people that have moved here from out of town. Yeah, and that makes sense. They don't really know the area all that well. But, Tim, I would say maybe uh, most of these folks are accustomed with having road work done in the area from which they they came. And so still respecting the fact that, uh, you know, they see the signage or they see somebody with a sign, holding a sign that says slow or stop or what have you. And then certainly some of the more interesting cases of, of, of what Bob Lynch has told me, and I'm sure you've witnessed this as well, of them actually running into MoDOT vehicles because they're just not paying attention. And we talk about distracted driving, and that is certainly compounded when you are going through a work zone where there might be just a couple of people. Uh, there might be 10, 15 people that are, are, are working on something, whether it's filling potholes or doing some sort of uh, uh, you know overlay, whatever. And it just amazes me some of the stories that I've heard and, and the unfortunate aspect of this, and uh, we refer back to it, were the folks that, uh, I guess there uh, were three uh, employees uh, of MoDOT, uh, maybe four, that were actually killed last year doing just, just out there doing their job. And, you know, th- these people have families and they have commitments and responsibilities. And I think in most cases... People should respect that. I mean, it's it's just simple. You don't have to slow down for the entire time you're out on the road. But, but hell, when you're going through a work zone, man, have a little uh, common courtesy for the people that are out there trying to make that stretch of road a little bit easier to uh, uh, to to get around on whatever they're doing. And, you know, they say, give them a break. Well, I mean, that makes all the sense in the world. You're right, KB, you know, and and we can educate and and still educate, and and some people just have that mindset of I've got to get there and and I've got to get there as quick as I can. Um, You bring up the work zone aspect of it. You know, um, we're not there to try to hinder traffic. You know, we're there to try to do a job of what we need to do for that day, And, and we try to get the traffic through. Uh, as quickly as we can, but we're not going to let traffic go through that work zone until it is safe for the traveling public to go through there. Um, you know, we, we put up our orange signs with the orange flags. Um, you know, that's, that's governed by the federal guidelines, um, that, that they're orange. You know, we, you know, I, I personally would like to see the color change because I think people can get complacent, uh, with the color. Uh, but, you know, that would have to go to a whole different level of, uh, of engineering for them to even think about that conversation with that. But, um, you know, you, uh, you know, we, we talk about safety and stuff and, you know, the cell phones play a big part in this, um, you know, people trying to text and drive. And if you look at the generation that we have, uh, upcoming or, or we have now that, um, kids with uh, the, the cell phones and, and all that stuff. And, and that plays a big part um, of, of how we have to plan and how we have to look after each other um, because now it's, it's, I mean, it's just almost a given that anybody and everybody now has a cell phone. And not only is it a cell phone, it's a smart cell phone to where you can do multiple different functions on it at, at the, a given time. And you start paying attention more to that than where your eyes should focus, which should be, out in front of the vehicle or your surroundings around you. I uh, I would say at this particular point, it's never a bad idea when you're going through a work zone and you're paying attention to what you're doing. 
and you're, uh, you know, just doing everything that you need to do is maybe say a prayer for some of those folks that are out there in hopes that uh, somebody who is in a hurry doesn't come through and cause any problems, any injuries, and certainly, certainly um, no fatalities. But, uh, and, and I guess maybe you can identify with this a little bit better in terms of what people face if they hit a worker uh, on the road. Uh, I know there's a pretty steep fine and, uh, and maybe some other things that come with that as well. You know, we've uh, we've got. I've seen two signs that our that our central uh, sign facilities has has put up. One is on South Five, as you come. Uh, well, you're coming North Five up toward Camden. There's there's a billboard there, and there's also a billboard over toward the Big Sur on Fifty Four mm-hmm. uh, that you know states hit hit a worker, lose your license for a year and a fine up to $10,000. Now, that's to me, that's just the minimum of what it's going to be. Uh, I'd say by the time all the legal stuff is done with, uh, I'd say it's going to be a, a, a price tag. Yeah, I, um, I I guess the thing about it is, is that we have to remind people through signage. You know, people just aren't. If people would, uh, people... <laughs> We've got a little doggy running around in here. Anyway, if people would just take the opportunity to uh, use a little common sense, something like that goes a long, long way. Um, something else, while we have some time left to talk with you here this morning, Tim, Tim Gallatin, by the way, from the Camptonton Chet from the Missouri Department of Transportation. Uh, let's talk about some projects that uh, are, are maybe on the agenda here as far as uh, things that are going to be coming up that motorists need to know about so that uh, when they hit those work zones that they can slow down? You know, we're, we're waiting for the weather to break. Um, we've, we've come out of winter, and uh, we're, we're done with the cold, hopefully. Um, you know, uh, the projects for the construction offices are going to start ramping up here pretty quick. Um, we've got some plans here maybe in the next couple of weeks. If the weather's right, we're going to start laying some asphalt. Uh, on Route J from uh, basically J and 54 all the way over to uh, J there uh, toward Climax Springs. Um, we've got some chip seal projects coming up uh, on J and AA out there toward Roach. Um, you know, we've got uh, some concrete work and some pipe replacement going out toward the Stoutland area uh, on BB. Uh, we've actually finished the pipe repair on BB, and we're going to start moving to Route A, uh, basically from 54 uh, all the way over to Richland. Uh, we've got some concrete that we're going to try to uh, put in some of the bottoms of these pipes to to uh, pro, uh, prolong the lifespan of, of the these pipes. Because uh, when you get into talking about pipe replacement and this, that, and the other, it, it can be very costly. Um, when you try to replace a lot of these pipes. And if we can save some of that by putting like a flowable fill concrete in the bottom of them, it'll save a bunch of money, plus they'll last a lot longer as well, too. Um, you know, we've got uh, mowing's going to start up here in the next month or so, uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, you know, we've got a major holiday coming up here uh, in a couple months. Uh, so the crews will be out there on the 
54 Highway, uh, the Veterans Memorial Highway. They'll be sweeping the barrier wall. Uh, they'll be sweeping the, the bridges uh, and the overheads, uh, trying to get that stuff cleaned up. As we just come out of winter, uh, we don't want to leave that stuff laying around. So we're going to try to get it sweeped up uh, the best we can and as quick as we can. Um, and just overall, you know, all this is going to involve work zones, KB. Like you said, it mm-hmm. all revolves around the work zones. And, and we need people to pay attention to those signs and what they actually say. Um, and I, and I think that's the main, the main focus on that is to, you know, as you, as you pass that sign, take a glance at it and see what it says. Does it, did it say right lane closed or left lane closed or sweeper ahead or mowers ahead or whatever? Mm-hmm. Right. And that will give you an indication of what is, what you're getting ready to, uh, come up to, uh, in that work zone. Well, Tim, I wish you and uh, all the folks at the Camdenton Shed uh, the best of luck this year getting out there and taking care of business for it. Uh, for us, uh, and all the folks that work for the Missouri Department of Transportation, especially those folks that are out there on the roads doing the job, we thank uh, you for your efforts and uh, everything that uh, you folks put forth, and we hope that folks will take the time to be responsible, slow down, watch out for the crews, watch out for the work zones, and uh, you know you folks can get home safely to your families when the uh, when the job is all done. Appreciate your time this morning, sir, and uh, hey, I look forward to uh, hopefully having the opportunity to talk to you again soon, Tim. Okay, buckle up for safety. Everybody be safe. Thank you, KB. Thank you, sir. Have a, uh, a great day and an awesome weekend. And, again, thanks to everybody thanks. with uh, with MoDOT for doing what they do. 9.59 is our time, folks. We are just about out the door. And, again, I will remind you that uh, coming up tomorrow morning, Bev Allen will join us from the Concerned Women for America of Missouri. And we will also talk with our good buddy, the one and only Dave Maupin, with his uh, latest versions of Among the Dogwoods. We'll have it for you and explain.